Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is pre-recorded. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better ask. Come on, do your thing, Big Daddy. 
Uh-huh. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. <laughs> Got a radio show. You know, today I was thinking of uh, what I would say today. And, and it just dawned on me this way, and I just want to share this with everybody listening. You've got to get some help to make it through life. I cannot imagine where I would be if it was not for the help of my God, if it wasn't for his grace and mercy, if I did not have the ability to lean on him in all the times I've had to lean on him, which has become a daily basis, I have no idea where I would be. But clearly, I know for a matter of fact, I would not be here today. You have got to get some help to get through this thing called life. I am begging you to look into it, man. You've got to form a relationship with God. Without a relationship with God, this thing called life is daunting at times. I don't care who you are. I know I'm speaking the truth right now because, it, listen, no matter who you are, what job title you have, what aspirations you may have. I don't care what your educational background is or is not. It does not matter. If you don't get a real relationship going on with God, I don't see how you can make it. So many people are faking and fronting out here like they got it going on and you don't know. And you really don't know how many people that you think in your neighborhood had it going on because you saw a car pull up in the driveway or they house look bigger or the grass is cut nicer. And you only find out that a foreclosure sign on their house, too. See, you don't know the mask that people put on to parade around in is for appearance sakes. So a lot of people you looking at that you think got it going on, who might be the pattern of success that you want to trace. You got to be real careful with that because it may not be as it appears to be. But one thing is for sure, no matter what's going on in your life. I know that behind whatever mask I'm wearing, or I realize that no matter what the appearances may be, that on the other side of me, I'm going to be just fine. See, you may be outwardly people hating on you, talking about you, dragging your name through the mud. Look, man, people can say stuff about you. Most people talking about you don't even know you. They just participating in it. You can have that appearance going on, but behind you, Within you, if you have a relationship with God, it don't matter because you can be all right. I've seen it get real stormy on the outside for me, but on the inside, I just had the feeling I was going to be all right. See, that's what the relationship gives you, man. It gives you the confidence to know that the things that you're going through are temporary, that it's just a space that you happen to be in. Like I said the other day, you got to remember something. The road to success is always under construction. You might as well get ready for that. If you're planning on changing, getting better, doing something about your health, if, if you decide, hey, look, I just would like to live a longer, more prosperous life, or hey, I want to make X amount of dollars, or hey, man, I'm going to stop staying out in these streets and I'm going to come home and treat my family the way they ought to be treated. I don't care what decision you make. When you strike out on that road 
to success, it's under construction, partner. There's barrels out there. There's wide turns. There's detours. You know, it's, it's, it's men out there holding signs saying, slow down. Sometimes they put the stop sign up. You got to wait and watch people go by you on the other side. Then before you can take off again, you've all been on the road with construction on it. It can be so frustrating. And the whole time you on that road, I know when I'm on the road with under construction, I'm always thinking of an alternative path. I ain't ever sat in traffic under construction, man, and thought of if I get off on this exit, where would it take me? Not knowing, but just, man, could I keep moving if I go that way? That's a dangerous thing sometimes, see, because oftentimes when we get off the road of success and we take that other path, we get further and further off course because wasn't no detour sign for that. Just a decision I made on my own because I don't like sitting here. Sometimes I don't have the patience I ought to have. So I've taken some what I thought might be shortcuts. But I got to tell you something. Ain't no shortcuts on the road to success. Even the detour signs wind up taking you a little bit out your way and loop back around. I remember one time I was coming from Las Vegas and uh, there was an uh, some type of chemical spill in a truck. And... Um, you could almost see the smoke up ahead. It was very faint. So they detoured us through the desert, and we had to go all the way around. And I drove, man, like an hour and a half out of the way. And when they entered us back on the freeway where we were to go back to L.A., as soon as I got at that exit to get back on the freeway, I looked right there, and there the accident was. Now, it was an hour and a half, an hour 45, all the way around in that desert to get back to almost the same place. But it was the best way to go because, see, that was the route to take. And that's what you got to understand about trying to make the right decision to be successful, that the road to success is always under construction. You're going to have to go around a little bit. So quit, stop being impatient with, I don't want to go around. I'm going to go this way. You go that way if you want to. Just follow the detour signs. See, because somebody that came up this road before, you have. Somebody that traveled the road already, and they took the way around. And yeah, it seemed like it's a longer way, and you want to make that other decision. But stay on the road to success. It's under construction, man. That's just the way it goes. Don't lose your patience and try to create a shortcut for yourself. I'm going to go away. Ain't nobody ever gone. Wait, hold up, partner. You really think you're going to do that? Listen, there's oftentimes a lot of rewards when you go the least travel path. But the road to success is the least travel path. That's what you keep getting mixed up. You keep thinking if you go another way. No, no. Stay on the road to success. That is the least travel path. It's under construction. You can go out there with your, with your machete if you want to. Talking about cutting new trails. You think the road to success is under construction. Take the other route and get that machete out and see how long you be out there trying to cut a path. Sometimes, man, you, you just got to stay patient. The road to success has been traveled before by millions of people in front of you. Everybody that has some setbacks in life. But don't get off the road of success just because you having some setbacks. Just because you see some orange barrels up. Just because there's some men out there with vests on. What that got to do with you? Everybody. Everybody that's trying to be successful is on that road. Your relationship with God helps you 
guide yourself around the barrels. It helps you have the patience to go around that away. He going to get you back where you got to be. But you got to go out there so you can learn some things. See, you need God to make it in life because the road to success is always under construction. He calms you down when the barrels is up. He lets you know it's going to be all right. He rewards you with the patience to finish because he's going to get you right back where you need to be and you can get on with where you was going, okay? All right, y'all. We're going to try that today. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda, to The Wire, Michelle Obama, to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, another great day, another miracle, another magnificent thing that our creator has done. And I just can't overlook it. And I'm just pointing it out so maybe you might join in and recognize what's happening in your own way. That that sun came up just like he said it would. It went down last night just like he said it would. He placed the moon, the stars, and the heavens right where he wanted to be, just like he said it was. On earth as it is in heaven, thy will be done. See, that you can't do nothing about none of the stuff I just talked about. God, boy, he's something else. I'm grateful, man, to be a part of it and recognize the fact that I should be grateful for this blessed opportunity Want everybody to join in with me and just say, thank you, Father. I sure appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you. you, Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Harvey Morning Show. Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, the two latest inductees into the Black Women's Radio Hall of Fame. Mississippi Monica, Junior, government name, Kiss Faith, brand new homeowner. (laughs) Don't know nothing. Nothing. Learning on the job. Trials and tribulations. <laughs> and ladies, the legend of Nephew Tommy. Yeah. Junior? Yes, sir. What's going on with you, man? Yeah. I got, a, got some more research for. Come on, boy. I'm, you know, I'm let me tell you something, man. All right, I know facts. Tommy, they called in and said you was cute and everything, all that. But Tommy, we already know. I found some more information about facts, being boy. unattractive. Let me show you something. Facts. Boy. Come on. Let, let, let me tell you. There's a formula that's been out here for a long time. Found this out. And the formula is unattractive plus talent equals success. Now, now. Look at you, boy. Boy, look at here. I said unattractive 
plus talent equals success. If you think I'm lying, watch this. Old dirty bastard. <laughs> mm. See there? ODB. Mm. Uh, yeah. He mm. can rap his ass off. Unattractive as hell. Think I'm lying? So you Shopper can't be ranks. attractive. Shopper. Ooh. Ooh. Unattractive Ooh. plus talent equals success. Here go another one. Bokeem Woodbine. You think I'm lying? <laughs> you think I'm lying? You seen Bokeem Woodbine. Unattractive but talented. I don't really know who you talking about, but got an ugly ass name, though. Yeah. Come on in. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you right now. Let me make it even simpler. Huh? <laughs> Any mechanic. <laughs> Any mechanic. Unattractive. Okay. But got yeah. talent. Yeah. Equal success. Jay-Z. Come on now. <laughs> come on. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, up. Uh. I, I can't say nothing about Jay-Z because I resemble him when I first I wake can't. up. What? Give me one. Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav. <laughs> Unattractive. Talent. Success. Look at you, Tommy. Oh, you in there. I got no. No, I'm not in there. Not that lineup. No, I'm not. Anthony oh, Anderson. Who? Stephen A. Smith. Anthony Anderson. Yeah. Unattractive talent success. I give you one. I give you one. All Matthew the teams. <laughs> Coming up. Dave Chappelle. Come on. Good Lord. Come on. Good Lord. Lord. Coming up in 32 minutes after Pretty the rock. hour. We'll Come hear. On, I- Come on, Tommy, get me Come on, you I'm in not. it. As he runs that prank back right after this. Ready to love. Nephew Tommy, in it. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time now to run that prank back with the nephew. Nephew, what you got? We're going to do a little yoga, but we're going to do it uh, different today. We're going to do some naked yoga. Some naked yoga. And, um... What? Gonna be a little different from what you're used to, all right? So, anybody want to join in with me? Shirley, Carla, Junior, Uncle Steve, do a little naked yeah. yoga? No, just, I like clothes on yoga. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing all that for. You're just sweating your clothes out. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but we're gonna do a little naked yoga. Let's go, Cat Dog. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach, uh, is it Gordon? Right, it's Gordon. How you doing, Mr. Gordon? Listen, uh, my name oh, is, uh... Let me, let me uh, turn down the TV. Do you call him about the apartment? Yes, yes. I was okay. trying to see about uh, maybe coming over to take a look at it or uh, and seeing uh, if it's still available, man. I got a newspaper, but I didn't know if this still available or what. No, 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 no. still for rent. Um, let me be uh, straight with you. Um, uh, you know, no pets and uh, no no smoking uh, <laughs> of any kind. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I understand. Okay. From my understanding, the listing here is like eight hundred fifty dollars a month, right? Eight fifty. Right? You got a parking spot, um, your private bathroom with a shower. Uh, okay. And uh, 850, I'm gonna need first uh, last month, and uh, really, um, let me, what, what's your name? My name is Darnell. 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 Okay. First. Right. Uh, so yeah, um, first last month, and uh, social security number. I can do a background check. Okay. And, uh, okay. Okay. Now, uh, let me ask you this: You guys got a, like a back backyard area? I, I teach classes in the mornings, and I want to know if you have that. That that's pretty much will will kind of lock me in. If you got a, if you guys got a backyard that I can use. Oh, we got a backyard. What, what do you teach? I teach yoga. I teach yoga in the mornings from uh, from six to eight. Hopefully, that won't be a problem. You make you make money doing yoga? Yes, sir. I definitely do. I make enough definitely to cover the rent. That's for sure. That shouldn't be a problem. I know. I know a little bit about yoga. That's that. I mean, really, if it's y'all, you know, you're not making no noise. That yoga, right. that, that's not a problem. A good deal. 
Well, how quick can I actually get moved in? Now, I'm trying to get settled. I just moved in from the uh, from the East Coast. I jumped on my yoga pretty quick, and got quite a bit of clientele built up. And um, you know, I'm just just ready to get started, get moved in, man. Some, something that I can actually call home, you know. Uh, yeah, well, you know, we're looking to rent rent it out pretty quick, um, you know, because we want to try and get it filled as soon as possible. Cause it's you said we are you up. are you you got a roommate? You're you're are you married? No, it's just what, me. What? It's, it, it would be me and my wife, and uh, we it's a three bedroom home. You would have the room in the back with the bathroom, and uh, okay. yeah, like okay. I said, eight fifty. You do a credit check, right. and uh, you know, right. since we meet, um, I can do the background check and. What do you necessarily need to do that for? Well, you got to know who you're renting to, and then you want to know what the credit they got, so if they can afford the rent or not. You know, I got, got I got I got real good credit, man. My credit is fine. I'm I'm actually in the 800s on my on my credit scores. Oh damn! All right. When you get here, is well, how you fill out application. But uh, right. you know, if, you, if you're ready to get it cracking, I can do I can do a background check, and you right now just give me your social security number. Okay, but let me let me go ahead and just do this, man, on that background check, because you know that what what I want to say about that is this: it might be something on there about like when I was on the East Coast, you know, I was actually teaching uh, naked yoga. You know what I mean? Naked yoga. Uh, you know, you might see something on there about me being a a, a nymph. Oh, naked yoga. Yeah, well, see, that's, what, that's the kind of yoga I was teaching on the East Coast was naked yoga. You know what I'm saying? And, and everybody talking about really teaching naked yoga here. Well, but see, that's in the backyard. It's closed in. You know, in no, my backyard. Like... And you, what, what, what other glitch you got? You said there's some glitches, Mike. Well, what other glitch you got? Well, you might see that I, I, I'm a nymphomaniac, but see, they, they, but see, I didn't took some, I didn't took classes. For what? I, I didn't took counseling for that though. So, no, so, yeah. well, you need to take some counseling over somewhere else. You ain't taking no counseling and doing no uh, naked yoga in my backyard. No, but see, man, all that's behind me now. That's on the East Coast, man. I, that, that's, that's all behind me now. I, I didn't put that thing down. Man, I don't care if it's behind you, in front of you, on the side. You're doing some <laughs> naked yoga in my backyard. That <laughs> ain't happening, man. Matter of hey, fact, man. Hey, man, listen. Scratch my I got all the credentials that qualify to move in there, and now you're going to sit here and tell me I can't. You're talking about doing some naked yoga in my <laughs> backyard with no 20, 30 people? Man, my wife be at home, man. You Look. Well, you ought to bring your wife out there. You know what, good. Let her get naked and do some yoga in, man. man. Just scratch that one off your list and just move on to the next one because ain't no naked yoga going down back here with no nymphomaniacs. I don't know what else y'all might be doing. I don't know what. I don't know who does naked yoga. It's just a serene moment, man, where you find yourself. That's all this really is about. Well, you better find yourself somewhere no, that's what I know. You ain't doing no naked yoga in my backyard. I'm surprised you even called somebody with that. Hey, man, I'm going to come over there to this address and start looking at this place because I want to set up shop right here. In my backyard, and I don't even know you. Talking about you got some glitches in your past. You're going to have a foot in your. How do you know that this isn't something that your wife might really want to get into? But my wife. Don't even mention my wife's name, man. You don't know me. You don't even know my wife. Take my off your list. You come out here, you're going to have another glitch. I'm coming out here to look you at this damn room, and you're going to show it to me. I ain't showing you. You come, come out here, and I'm going to show you something else. My backyard. Man, I, am a, I am a recovered nymphomaniac. I'm recovered. You're that recovered nymphomaniac. you about to get your with biomaniac. I'm the maniac. Please believe, Darnell. I'm going to come over there right now. Over here I'm going to come over there now, man, so we can sit with defense. I ain't having that. Do not hey, man, come listen, over. Listen, Please, man. Please. I'm going to come over there. Please. Just Matter of fact, Matt, look, this, you can do whatever you want somewhere else, but this right here, this ain't the place for you. I'm going to tell you that right now, Darnell. Talk to your wife, man. Whatever Please it is talk you to your wife. Pool, whatever it is you want to talk about, this ain't the place for you. Go somewhere else. Take that. Let me talk to your wife, man. Please, let me talk to your wife. Do not even try me, Darnell. 
Let me talk to your wife, I'm not even that kind of dude, man. But you about to bring this out of me. Do not bring this over here, Darnell. So, so as far as I'm concerned, this right here is over, for real. You're going to come out here and catch a case. Okay, can I can I say one more thing to you, no, man? No, you can't say Darnell, because this, I, this conversation's over, man. Okay, how about that? Say, hey, man, can I say one more thing, man? What you got to Hello? say, man? This, this is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your brother. <laughs> oh, get the <laughs> out of here, man. This is Nephew Tommy. Oh. You all right, man? Man, I was going to whoop your butt naked. If you came around here, man, you just don't know. Man, I'm so glad this is a joke. You have no idea. I'm so glad this is a joke, man. Oh, that's too much. <laughs> Thank you, Nancy. What? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, we got to say congratulations to rapper Boosie Badass. Um, he has kicked cancer's butt. That's right. He has kicked Go, cancer's butt, Tommy. Right. Yes. Jamie Foxx, or someone close to Jamie Foxx, in a positive tweet for the first time in three weeks. We'll talk about that. And Nick Cannon will temporarily host Jamie Foxx's Beat Shazette. Shazam game show. Uh, that's all coming up at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time to ask the CLO. Our chief love officer, Steve Harvey, is ready. Lisa in Memphis writes, I'm dating a man that has a twin brother, and I have more in common with the twin. The more we talk, the closer we get. The twin told me that I'm with the wrong brother. Is there any possible way for me to get with the right twin respectably, respectfully? No. What kind not. of twin is that? <laughs> no, it's not. What? No, it's not. And, you know, you're the twin uh, then told you you with the wrong brother. He ain't much of a twin or a brother. No. So, and you all going to go down the road, and there's no way to get with him respectively. You've been with this man sexually. You can get up out of here. Now, if y'all was just talking and y'all just met, then that's that's an easy flip. But you got to sit down as a threesome and talk this out. But if you slept with this boy, there's no respectable way to do that. And I don't, I don't know what kind of brotherhood they got i, I just don't no, that's different i just don't man i don't I, I little girl you might have got with the wrong brother but you know you make mistakes all the time i think getting with this brother gonna be a little bit shady because this dude has a, a character flaw mm -hmm. and if you don't recognize because let me tell you something if he'll if 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 he'll backstab his brother mm -hmm. you don't think he'll do you mm -hmm. <laughs> No, this dude, this 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 right twin has a character flaw. Yeah. He want what he want at any cost. That that's gonna come around again, little girl. If I was you, I'd pay attention to that. All right. Mm. Moving on to Francine and Little Rock. Francine says, my husband and I argue over stupid stuff all the time. But last night he called his mom and told her that she was right for calling me a bee. I didn't know she wow. felt that way. Yeah. So I'm going to need to address it with her. Is it cool to confront his mama? Mm. No. <laughs> no. The problem is, your little mama boy man that then called his mama to discuss his marriage with his mama, that go your problem. It ain't what the mama said. So now what you finna do? You finna fight the mama about it? Ooh. 
It's a lose-lose situation. But the right fact there. that your husband is sitting up in here saying about his wife, you're right, she is a B. <laughs> that go your problem right there. You, you, you can't straighten them, even if you straighten the mama out. Your dysfunctional man then already referred to you as the B word, and that go your problem. I don't, I don't understand. So what should she do? Lee. <laughs> I mean, look, if y'all can't fix this fight, you know what you want me to tell you? I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. But yeah. you got it. You, I mean, if if your well, marriage man. is worth fighting for, y'all got to straighten some stuff out. Mm-hmm. All marriages hit a bumpy road. All of them. True. I've never called my wife that. Ever. Right. Or allowed Ever. anyone else to call her that. Anybody. No. Yeah. That ain't happening. No. Now you call my wife that. Me and you finna go to work. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Me and you finna be a work partner. Right. And so, I'm 66 years old. We finna be at work. We all got <laughs> one left, though. We, yeah, 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 yeah. It's gonna be slow work, but we gonna put it in, though. <laughs> it's gonna get done. Same. Yeah. Mm. yeah. All right, yeah. Moving on to Shantae and Frisco. Shantae says, our gym has a steam room and I was in there by myself. A man came in and sat down. I guess he unwrapped his towel, revealing his penis. I didn't notice it. My husband came in and saw it. Now, how do I convince my husband that I didn't see it at all? Didn't you say you saw it? She said, I guess he unwrapped his towel, revealing it. She didn't notice it. He probably just got out the cold plunge, dog. That's why she didn't see it. Her husband came yeah. in and saw it. Her husband came in and saw it. First but of, her husband oh. thinks she saw it, too. But she's saying she Where are y'all at it. with this co-ed naked yeah. room? I, 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 you know, second, man, stop putting yourself in these uncompromising positions. I, I, don't, I don't know. Look. But, I mean, it's something that she obviously normally does, just go to the steam room, maybe after the gym. Yeah, after the gym. And, and a she, man you know, came in there. Yeah, but she didn't know she was doing what she was doing. I mean, you know? she didn't do nothing wrong. Uh-uh, but she can't. Her husband thinks she saw it, and he's mad, you know. So how can well, she convince see, her Well, it, okay, can I tell you the way I would react? Okay, yeah. If I come yes. in the steam room and my wife's sitting over there and you done unwrapped your towel, I'm going to sit right between y'all mm-hmm. and I'm going to ask you what's up. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm. You got two seconds to but, wrap this up, partner. Yeah. But you're not going to be oh, mad she, at your wife, are you? She didn't nah, even know what was going I'm on. I'm finna talk to him. Yeah, yeah. So you see her mm-hmm. and you think this is what you ought to do. Right. That's the way it okay, should be. Okay, homie. I'll tell you what, because if your wife was in here, I wouldn't do that. Out of respect. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now I'm finna bird man your ass. You, yeah. finna, you finna put some speck on my name. You gonna wrap it up? I'm gonna wrap it up. Which one you wanna do? Ooh. How you wanna do it? But either way, you coming up out your steam room. You think it's hot in here now? <laughs> Y'all gonna be fighting, <laughs> slipping down. Everywhere no. they go, they fight. <laughs> What's Hard new? to fight naked and wet. I'm telling you right now. I've never been I'm in a tired. naked white. Never been in a naked wet fight before, but I've seen it, and it ain't good. Nobody wins. Mm-hmm. Right, but yeah, but her she didn't know, and her husband. I don't know why your husband mad at you. Mm-hmm. Oh well, he saw it right away. Just this past year, mm-hmm. I was in a public sauna. Oh, and I was in there with a buddy of mine, mm-hmm. and we had towels, you know, laying across us. Mm-hmm. I sat on the towel, but I put a towel on my privates because that mm-hmm. is it's gonna sweat, so we ain't got to do this here. 
white dude came in and just open, just just ass naked and just sat down. I said, hey, man, can you put a towel on? Uh-huh. He said, excuse me? I said, can you put a towel on? <laughs> <laughs> what did he say, huh? He said, we're in a sauna. <laughs> I just looked at him. And then my boy, and we was looking at him so hard. Uh-huh. He just said, be right back. <laughs> Came back, had a towel on. <laughs> he finna sit up in there with these two black dudes. We just told him, hey, man, need to put a towel on. <laughs> he finna sit up in here wide-legged, and we in here talking. And you just sitting up in here wide-legged with all your stuff out. You know, oh, just in case I want to, just in case I want to look around, I'll give a damn who it is. In case I want to look around the sun, I don't want to stare straight ahead. <laughs> you know, I want to look over there at the rocks. I want to glance up at the timer. <laughs> I want to look at the temperature gauge. Now you over there by all of them. <laughs> Let's get a towel on, homie. <laughs> all give right. A damn, how you feel? Thank you, CLO. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. All right, well, this is great news for rapper Lil Boosie. Boosie announced that he's officially, officially cancer-free. That is great news. Come on, here. Yes, 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 yes. This is after a lengthy battle with cancer of the kidney. Uh, he had had half of one of his kidneys removed back in December of last year, and he's been undergoing treatment for the disease ever since. Boosie posted a photo of himself holding medical documents with a solemn look on his face with the caption, stayed up all night praying for these results. Hashtag cancer free. So we got to say congratulations, Boosie. Uh, you yeah. kicked cancer's butt. Yeah. All right. Come on, baby. All right, Come man. on. Mm-hmm. You know what he about to do next now? What? He about to pull up at the club. Gas tank on E. But all drinks on me. Wipe me down. Wipe me down. Wipe me down. Wipe me down. 
Well, Jamie Foxx is still hospitalized, and uh, Wednesday he released a message. This is the first message from him since he was hospitalized three weeks ago. The tweet read, quote, appreciate all the love, feeling blessed. The nature of Fox's medical condition has still not been disclosed by his family or his reps. But in his absence, the Fox network is moving ahead with filming new episodes of his hit game show, Beat Shazam. And his good friend Nick Cannon will step in as a temporary host. Uh, Jamie Foxx has hosted Beat Shazam since 2017. And he's also an executive producer of the show. His daughter, Corinne, is the game show's DJ, and she'll be replaced by Kelly Osborne in the new episodes. Corinne has stayed by Jamie's side since he's been in the hospital. So, yeah, we're still praying. They're, the family is still asking for prayers for Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Absolutely. Prayer mm-hmm. of healing, and Jamie. We, yeah. You got this, Jamie. Yeah. Prayer of healing. Yeah. Ooh, we love us some Jamie For Fox. sure. We love us some yes, Jamie Foxx. Yes, just a good do. brother, man. Mm-hmm. So talented. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, uh, yeah. Moving Jamie's on. one of the most gifted comedians I've ever been around in my life because Jamie could do Say everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. He could do All everything. Jamie could do stand up. Mm-hmm. Jamie could sing. Play Jamie could play. Mm-hmm. And Lord have mercy, Jamie can act. Yes, yes. No, he can. Quadruple threat. Yes. yes I mean, can. this dude, he can do I mean, but he could he do can. it all well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All yeah. of it well. And the only mm-hmm. other cat that I know like that was Eddie. Oh. Eddie was the only other dude that I knew that could do all of those things. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's a rare club to be in, man. Very, very yes, rare to be able to do all of it and do all of it well. I'm sorry. And Jerry, finally, uh, Rihanna's uh, triumphant return to live performances at this year's Super Bowl was a classic moment. Her halftime show at Super Bowl 57 has now earned its place in the record books as it is officially the most watched halftime show of all time. Congratulations yeah, to Rihanna. Uh, yeah. Since many people declared this moment was bigger than the football game, Rihanna's Savage Fenty line played into that and created shirts that read Rihanna concert interrupted by a football game. <laughs> Weird, but whatever. <laughs> That's what the shirt said. I'd like I to comment it. on her uh, outfit at the gala. Okay, at the mm-hmm. Met Gala. Um, and I'm a huge Rihanna fan, and I love, love Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's pregnant. All um, I saw was her nose and lips. Oh, yeah, because she had on the Chanel glasses with the lashes, the lashes on the glasses. Uh-huh. And she had, oh, they had lashes on the glasses. Yeah, yes. lashes were on oh, the glasses. Okay. I couldn't yeah. see that. I the rest of outfit. it was yeah. covered. I didn't know mm-hmm. what it was. Yeah. Uh-huh. We love yeah. her. Uh, please, and I'm asking the Navy, please don't come for me because I'm really just asking a question. Oh, <laughs> Rihanna's fans. <laughs> yeah, what's them lashes on the glasses? I'm just an old-ass dude asking a couple questions. Yeah. What's them lashes on the glasses? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. And and was that a flower? Was it a flower dress? Yeah, fabric yeah, roses it, type look. That was uh, uh, Coco Chanel's favorite flower. And Carl mm-hmm. uh, Lagerfeld always used that flower in his design. I have an expert that just walked into the studio, stylist extraordinary and fashion designer, Ellie Caramo. Better Ellie. known from the fashion up, world called Ellie K. Ellie, would you step over to the mic, please? We have a fashion question about Rihanna. If you take you those headsets right there and press... Look, no, just come over here. Here's the question. <laughs> he dresses you, the question Ellie, is, your stylist. Can you describe hey, the 
outfit that Rihanna had on, for those who are unaware, at the Met Gala. Give a description of Rihanna's outfit. What was it? And do you know who it was by? What's up, everybody? Morning, Ellie. Morning, Ellie. Valentino. Valentino. Custom gown tailored over her belly. She uh-huh. represented expecting. undeveloped, yeah. unhatched egg. Oh. And uh, unhatched egg. Only a Represented man and laid with the flower chamomile that call I got fell. Chamomile, ain't that key? Coffee. I think what he was saying was it it didn't translate to the public because the public didn't know what it was. Mm -hmm. That's what that means. Mm -hmm. So in his very French Corte Voix way, that's what he was saying. It wasn't a negative. She is Rihanna. What is chamomile, dog? What is chamomile? Chamomile. Don't worry about that, Tommy. It's a flower that Karl Lagerfeld really loved. The Karl Lagerfeld it was the theme. That's why people dressed as the cat. That's why Doja Cat nutty ass was standing up there answering questions in me. I was so damn mad. And the lady kept trying to get her to go deeper. And she just stayed in the cat. And we had listened to the whole damn interview. I was so mad. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> it was fun. It was just fun. <laughs> So congratulations. We we started talking about Rihanna. Congratulations to Rihanna. Most watched halftime show ever. All right. Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, Tommy has a question about summer vacation. We'll get to that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, Tommy's here. He has a question for you. Something oh, about course. summer vacation. It's summer vacation. So, you know, we, me and Jack ain't figured out what we was going to do. And then it hit me last night. And I'm like, you know what? Let me go ahead and break this to him. And I was going to call and Marjorie and talk to her. But this is what we've decided, what I've decided that we're going to do for summer vacation. Well, let me just uh, say this before you start. Calling a Marjorie ain't ever going to work out for you. But go ahead. Oh, no. She'll be all right with this. Don't, don't worry about that. Okay. Listen, so... Normally, you guys take a cruise in the summer on, you know, your own personal uh, yacht. And uh, I think what I'm going to do is is get the upper. Uh, uh, me and Jackie going to get the promenade level on your on your boat. And you and uh, Aunt Marjorie take the mezzanine level. And we're going to go out with y'all. Now, just so we'll have our privacy, we really don't want y'all on our deck, on our level, you know. So... <laughs> Y'all stay on y'all's level. We stay on ours, and I think everybody'll be fine. But we just couldn't find nowhere to go this year, and uh, so I think just us going out on the yacht with you all, we're gonna be with you, but not with you. So it's just a level on this on the boat that y'all just won't have access to. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was gonna invite Junior, but Junior got to do his house, so he he kind of a little preoccupied. But yeah, so I guess what I want from you is to find out what time, what what day do we push off. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, disembark or what disembark or whatever they call it uh and then uh what day do we come back in and uh can you give me the number to the to the chefs so you know when i want oxtails because y'all eating all that other stuff but when i want oxtails and fried chicken and stuff that i know i want i'll be prepared to get in the menu that we look for greens and yams and uh, you know yeah. when you got people that ain't uh african-american you want to make sure they 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 work on cooking the greens and yams and practice it and practice it before we get there. So, but um, we'll take the mezzanine. Y'all take the promenade. Mm. And I just learned. I just found out what these levels are. But yeah, we gonna take the mezzanine level. And y'all well, take the promenade. Can I ask you a question? 
Yeah. Uh, have you thought about giving this part of it any thought? Have you thought about, considered, or are you aware of your cost for the mezzanine level? Good I haven't thought haven't. about the cost. Okay, go 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 ahead. Now. Do you want to be on the whole trip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're out there the whole time. Oh, Jet skiing to... and oh, swim with no the whales. Cool, huh? all that, all that. Don't go over there swimming swim with, with the who? whales. Swim with who? With the whales. Go ahead, yeah. on. He can say who? that. Now, let me say this to you. Do you want me to text you what your cut would be? I want you to or... tell me right here, right now. I ain't scared. Tell oh, me what it is. Oh, go ahead, boy. Your, your cut would be about... We're going to give you the all-inclusive price. Mm. When we come back, let me calculate it so I can give you the all-inclusive price. When we come back, I'll tell Tommy what his portion of the vacation will cost. Y'all be ready. All right, and coming up, too, Roscoe is in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we're back. Before we left out, uh, Steve was going to give Tommy... Like uh, an estimate of what his cost would be to join Steve on his vacation. Mezzanine yeah, level, Tommy, 2.8. Two All right, let's go shoot. All right. 2.8 what? Okay. Two. Uh, marinate on that, uh, nephew, because we got to get to Roscoe. Marinate He's here. On- <laughs> 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 Boy, you know what I get with that? Steve, they gave Tommy that price. <laughs> you see Tommy face. Yeah. Boy, that's something like that. You want that mezzanine level, or you ain't going to promenade level. You you ain't going to be a C-level. <laughs> All right, so good. what's going on, everybody? Hey, Roscoe. <laughs> yeah, Roscoe? Rocco Wallace in the building, baby. Everything ain't calling. What's going on? Hey, Roscoe. What's going on? Yeah, I'm ready. You ready? <laughs> All right, let's get going. Let's get going. Get ready. What you want Okay, so you know, you heard about the uh, the Marvin Gaye family, the estate. Yeah. They are suing Ed Sheeran over his song, Thinking Out Loud, saying that he sampled Let's Get It On without their permission. I so. can feel it side, baby. <laughs> Did he just bust out? <laughs> Trying to hold back this feeling for so long. And if you feel... Like I feel, baby. Ha, ha. Come on. Oh, come on. Look at here. Let's get it on. Ah, baby. Let's get it on. Let's love sugar. Let's get it on. Sugar. I was, I, was, I, was, I was listening to Ed Sheeran song, and I was listening to Marvin Gaye song. Uh-huh. Marvin Gaye kids need to go somewhere and sit their ass down, because they just, they just making up stuff right now. Well, I'm telling you right now. I'm telling y'all right now. Listen here. Well, as a songwriter. Music, as a hold song on, hold on. Okay. Your, if your ass is making music today, I'm telling you right now. Them gay kids is listening to the damn radio. <laughs> they ain't got no money. They ain't got nothing but time. The Marvin Gay kids is sitting around listening to the radio. You better not have a note they daddy wrote. Now, <laughs> they going to try to take your ass to court. They didn't got Pharrell and Robin Thing. They ain't got their yeah. ass good. So now, they done found a way to make a living. They know everybody. They came to me with it. 
Oh, what? really? I was going to ask you. Oh, I told him, gay kid, we're going to sit your little ass down somewhere. Oh. Huh? Which song? Which song? All of I wrote everything. I want you the right way. That's my I want song. you. But I want you to want me to. Come on, Mom. I want to get black, baby. Uh -huh. That's when I get right down there. with you. Yes. Oh, oh, get down, baby. I wrote that. Did you? I didn't know that. Hell I didn't yeah. know that. Come on, Rocco. Come on, I, come on, you. come on, come on. Let's make love tonight. Yeah. That's actually uh, Come on, come on, come on, come on. What? Girl, let's do it right. <laughs> be, be, be. <laughs> I woke up this morning. <laughs> oh, what were you talking about? I want everything wrong, Mom. That's why you ain't heard them gay kids coming over to me. Yeah, I was wondering if you were on Team Sharon, Ed Sharon's team, or the I'm the on gay Team Sharon's team. Well, anybody need to sue Ed and me? Them gay kids need to go sit their ass down somewhere. But that's why you don't see none of them little gay ass kids coming over here talking to me. Not my and gay kids. Not all. Come on here, I wrote all of them, every last one of them. Come on, man, get in my way. Oh, I've been some places. I see some faces. I don't mind to run around. Don't bother me, no. Yeah. I wrote everything, man. I don't whine well. These little Marvin Gaye kids sitting up in there and uh, sue everybody. Uh -huh. Sue me so I can win the case. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Sing a song, Russell. Just the love. Yeah, not just the love. Yeah. Just love. the love. Just the love. right there. Frank with the nephew. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at about four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is, my neighbor hid my side dude. Mighty neighborly of them. Okay. That's very neighborly there. Yeah. <laughs> you ever hid one before, Shirley? That's uh, very neighborly. We'll we'll have you? <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out what that's all about in just a few. Because right now, it is time for the nephew and today's prank phone call. Nephew, what you got? Uh, we headed to Mama's house. This right here is, uh, you know, everybody's got a special spot at Mama's house, especially when they grew up. You know, there's a special place there. And, uh, you know, we all had that tree at Mama's house. And that tree was home base for every game you played. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. You understand? This right here is my mama's tree. My mama's tree. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. And you know, you learn math out there on that tree. Okay? This right here is my mama's tree. Let's go, cat dog, if you would. Hello? Hello, man. I speak to uh, Lord. Yeah, this is Lord. This is Terry. Who? I'm about this Terry. I'm about 10 minutes from the yard, big dog. This ain't no Terry. Look, man. Is this Lord that work for Bush? Yes, sir. Listen. You just came down Clayton Street and hit and tore all the limbs off my mama maple tree that's hanging over the street. And now she got limbs hanging all in the street. We got to cut this whole tree down because you done messed it up. And you the one that just drove through here. Hey, sir, I ain't been down Clayton Street today, sir. Say what? I ain't been down Clayton Street today. I, I ain't been in no residential neighborhood today. Sir. You just came down Clayton Street a couple hours ago and then tore all the limbs off my mama tree. Sir, my mama, that tree been in our family 25 years. And you just came down the street and just tore it all apart. 
sir. I ain't been down Clayton Road today. How did you get this number, by the way? Don't worry about how I got your number. Somebody got to pay for my mama treat. Well, sir, I ain't been down Clayton Road today. I'm sorry. Call it. Call him back, dog. Hello? Lord, did you just hang up on me? Yes, sir. I told you I didn't been down no Clayton Road today. Now, now what? Look, I told you, you just came down Clayton Road and just and just told my mama tree up. Yeah, all I ain't been live. down no residential neighborhood today, man. Quit calling my phone with that Look, my grandmama planted that tree. Now, you done got the nerve. planted it. Move the mother in. Cut the branches off the son of a if them branches is clear enough, you're not supposed to be driving them 18-wheel trucks down this residential area like this here. Man, I was making delivery, got Now, if I had to come down that street, I would have. But I told you once, I ain't came down no Clayton Street today. You just said you had to make a delivery. Now you saying you ain't been down Clayton Street. I said See, if I had to make delivery down there, I would have came down that street. You I ain't had to come down there. You been on Clayton Street today. Now, that part I do know. And what you, Baby, got? you got the wrong driver, dude. No, 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 no. I got the right driver, and what I do know is, you done tow my mama tree up, we got to cut this old tree down, and you know what? You gonna pay for this. this Man, I ain't paying for a mother tree. That tree can kiss I know you ain't talking about my mama tree. Well, guess what? Take your tree, and take your mama, and both of y'all go out there and plant another tree then. We ain't planting no more trees. That tree been in our family for years. You gonna mess around and get your swap behind this tree. Bring it on then. Bring your on and bring the tree with you. You're going to make me whoop with a branch off that tree. Well, I tell you what, if you that bad, then I tell you what, if I was on Clayton Street today, I'd meet on Clayton Street with the tree. You, right? co you come on over here to Clayton right now because I'm right out here in the street on the cordless phone. You come on outside. My mama's sitting up in there crying behind this tree because you done tore the limbs off of it and we got to cut it down now because you done messed it up. Go get her napkin and tell her wife my eyes then. I ain't been down no street. I know you ain't sitting here talking about my mama now. See, you tripping now, dog. Hey, you tripping, dog. Man, you already Look, man, I grew up with this tree in my front yard. Yeah. I grew up with this tree. Now, you got the nerve to drive through here and driving too fast because if you would have drove slow, you wouldn't have been hitting all them limbs like that. Y'all be running down here too fast through here. Man, look here. I done told you once, man. I ain't been down no Clayton Street. Now, like I told you, if you want to meet me on Clayton Street, will. All right? Now, I'm sorry about your mom tree and but hell, there ain't nothing I can do about it because I ain't been down no Clayton Street. It's one right? thing you can do about it. You can pay for it, and that's what you're going to do. Now, you're going to either give me some money or I'm going to get it out your But you're you going to you coming over here. Matter of fact, you can go and come over here now. that big truck around and bring your butt on over here right now. Well, I might as well go and turn it around because I ain't paying for no Oh. I can't right now. That's fine. That's fine. But I tell you, when you get here, my cousin here and all my uncles is here sitting up here looking at what you done done to this tree. So bring your own. Yeah, well, look at here. Take that tree and, and stuff it up in your, 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 all right? I ain't been a word with you in this tree no more because I done told you once. Let me. I ain't been tree. You come on right now, because you don't know what this tree mean to me. This tree right here used to be home base for hide-and-go-seek. Are you crying? You big you crying too? Man, look here, dog. I ain't out tree, dog. Just look here. Wipe your eyes and To hell with you, this tree right well, here. Well, look, I'm turning my You just meet me on Clayton Street, all right? Let me tell you something. This tree used to be first base for kickball. Do you hear me? Man, hey. ball, dude. I done told you once. I ain't tree, all right? Don't 
L around this dude. Your name Lloyd, but you ain't L L. L is Cool J, and he would not, he would not have come down here and tore up my mama tree. He is not that kind of person. But you, you Lord. What you crying for, man? What the you crying for? Because you done messed up my mama tree. You sound like a girl. I'm crying because my mama tree broke. Let me tell you something. around and bring your ass down, I'll please. be there in 10 minutes to meet your on Clay. Where's well, going right? to be more than me? My uncles is here. My cousins is here. All of them. Oh, the Brader Brunch family, huh? Whatever. Man, I tell you what. I tell you right now, it's going to be hot water in this Thanks. Don't make me no different. They call you LL. My right. knock you out. And that's what you finna get, LL. That's yeah, right. Yeah, well, come on Lord. with it, then. Come on with it, because I'm here. All right? Well, listen. Ain't no running. Hey, I'm by my self. Cool. Don't make me cool. no Listen. Straight up. I'm finna tell you one more thing about this tree. Is you listening yeah. to me? I'm listening, bro. Is you listening? I done told you once. I don't give a about that tree. But if you want to talk about it, go ahead. Let me tell you something. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy JJ. And look, man, what did you just say? <laughs> this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy. <laughs> you got to be kidding me, man. Ain't no, do that. no, ain't no tree messed up, and you ain't been on Clayton Street, dog. <laughs> Oh man, you alright, dog? I'm straight. Hey man, yeah. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> that was a real truck driver right there, wasn't it? Yeah, a real truck driver. Yeah, right. No right. joke. Yeah. And he didn't have that's, time for it today. He was gonna that's find how you out. Certified cussed out right there. Yes. That's certified. Yes. About yes. <laughs> <laughs> this tree. About this tree. All right, Detroit, Michigan. The nephew is coming to town, and it is. Oh man, it's star studded. Y'all better get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. I'm gonna show you exactly what's coming. It is hosted by yours truly, nephew. Tommy, all right? That's me. That's me. I'm, 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 I'm the one hosting this thing. Detroit, Michigan, the Fox Theater. You ever been to the Fox, man? I've been to the Fox. I've done a stage play at the Fox. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. That's a beautiful, about you? beautiful theater, man. Have I been to the Fox? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm asking you again. Have you been to the Fox, man? <laughs> one day. You think? I'm gonna ask you about something I don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you guys. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter. Subject: My neighborhood, my side dude. We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty: Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, 
acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. If you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com. And, you know, you never know. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And it could be yours. Mm-hmm. It could be yours. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, my neighbor hid my side dude. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been married for almost 10 years. My husband had a baby with another woman six years ago, and things haven't been the same since then. Um, I was broken and felt like I was not good enough to be loved. I left my husband for two years, and he got baptized and gave his testimony to the church and asked for forgiveness. Our pastor pressured me to move back home and fix my marriage. I embraced my stepdaughter and we're besties now. But my husband and I were never the same. I confided with one of the choir members at our church and he knew my history with my husband. We ended up having a sexual and a spiritual connection and it's helped with my self-esteem. My boyfriend started coming to our house and he parked in my neighbor's driveway to hide his car. My neighbor was cool with it and said she was happy that I was getting my groove back. I trusted her with my secret. I figured my boyfriend wouldn't hurt me since he knew about trauma I had been through. Uh, Sunday, my husband was at work, so my boyfriend said he would stop by for a quickie after church. I skipped church to prepare for him. Around 2 p.m., I started calling and texting him, but he didn't answer. I called to ask my neighbor if she'd seen him, and she didn't answer. I have to walk around her house to see her driveway, and my intuition told me to go over there. My boyfriend's car was right there. I knocked, and my boyfriend came to the door shirtless. He said, I'm sorry. I tried to push past him to get to my neighbor, but he strong-armed me. They said they would call the police if I didn't leave. My neighbor hid my side dude from me, and I'm not losing another man. How does this keep happening? That's the wrong question. You should be asking how, what, how did this happen? Uh, how do you move on from this mess? I mean, one thing for sure, one thing for sure in this letter is that none of you guys need to be cheating. None of you, from your husband to you, to your side dude, to your neighbor. You're all very bad at cheating. And then you get mean with it when you get caught, uh, like 
you know, your boyfriend and your neighbor did. That was terrible what they did. Said they were going to call the police on you. You're all very bad at it. And your pastor uh, should have stayed out of your business. He was wrong, too. You were vulnerable. You were broken at the time. He had no right to pressure you to take your husband back after your husband had a baby with another woman. Okay? that That's strictly your decision. He should have recommended therapy or counseling or something like that for you guys. So you could regain some self-esteem and maybe start a forgiveness process, whether you took him back or not. You all guys could have at least talked it out or tried. You and your husband, I think, would have been much better going your separate ways because you said your marriage was never the same after the baby. And that's understandable. And, and I know it's possible to forgive, but to get back with your husband after that kind of betrayal is nearly impossible. Um, and by the way, I, I say thank you. I do want to thank you for embracing the baby. Um, because it's definitely definitely not her fault. She's an innocent bystander in all of this. But um, it's over. It's over now. You and your husband may as well stop the bleeding, get a divorce. Um, and I suggest you change churches. And if you can, move. Because this is just a mess. Your neighbor, all it's just too messy. Steve? Well, you know, you are, this um, letter has, I think Shirley pointed it out, but this letter has a lot of, people doing a lot of wrong stuff in this letter and um it's so much wrong in this letter that there's no right that can come out of it i mean there is a i've only found one right thing you did in this letter that i thought had bore mary i'll share it with you you've been married for 10 years your husband had a baby with another woman six years ago and things haven't been the same since then I was broken, felt like you weren't good enough to be loved. Now, you left your husband for two years. You didn't divorce him. You left him for two years. So you all were still married. That's how you got to the total of 10 years. So you left him for two years. He got baptized, gave his testimony to the church, and asked for forgiveness. Fine. Y'all could have forgave him. But then your, pump, your, your pastor pressured you to move back home and fix my marriage. Here's the problem. You didn't even want your husband back. You was gone for two years trying to pull yourself together. You didn't even want him. Why would you move back in a house to repair a marriage that you don't even want? You could have forgave him, but forgiving don't, don't mean forgetting. I learned that from Bishop James. Now, here's the only redeeming thing. I embraced my stepdaughter, and we're besties now. Well, that's admirable of you. But my husband and I were never the same. The reason you were never the same was because you might have forgiven him, but you couldn't forget what he did. And you were never comfortable with him and his explanation of it. I confided in one of the choir members at your church. He knew your history with your husband. Y'all end up having sex and a spiritual connection, and it helped me with my self-esteem. Why do people mix God with they sin? Look, you have a sexual relationship with the choir member, but you want to throw the Lord in it because it was a spiritual connection. No, it wasn't. 
It was a church connection. He was a choir member, and you Hang was a, a regular member. That ain't a spiritual connection. Y'all met at the church. Hang on, Steve. Hang on. We'll have Damn. part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, my neighbor hid my side, dude. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, my neighbor hid my side, dude. Okay, quickly. Uh, lady was married for 10 years. Six years ago, her husband had an affair had a baby with another woman, and things ain't been the same since. You were broken. You left your husband for two years. For two years, but you were still married, but you left him for two years. Now, he got baptized and gave his testimony to the church and asked for forgiveness. Then your pastor pressured me to move back home and fix my marriage. Problem with that? You didn't want to. You didn't want to. And like Shirley said, pastor really should have stayed out of it. But pastor should have been more concerned with the way you were feeling. You should have went and talked to somebody about what you was feeling because you didn't even want the man back. So now you took him back and you worked on it, but you, you embraced your stepdaughter and y'all besties, which is good of you. But you and your husband were never the same because you couldn't move past it. And if you can't move past it, then you got to move on. That's what women should do. If you can't get past the cheating, then you got to get past the relationship. Just move on, or else you're going to live there trying to grapple with it. And it ain't your fault. I could find it with the choir members at our church. He knew your history with your husband. We ended up having a sexual and spiritual connection, and it helped with my self-esteem. Oh, now because somebody wants you, which ain't hard to find, now your self-esteem is up. But now y'all want to have a sexual and spiritual connection. It's not a spiritual connection. It's just a church connection. He just a dude in the choir that knew you was broken and vulnerable, stepped in and said all the things you wanted to hear, and now he at you. My boyfriend started coming to our house, and he would park in my neighbor's driveway to hide his car. So now you married. But now you got this boyfriend that's coming over your house that know you married and parking in your neighbor's driveway to hide his car. My neighbor was cool with it and said she was happy I was getting my groove back. All this while you was married. Now, I ain't I understand where you're coming from because you was hurt and it's to get back move. I got that. But you do know this ain't cool. And if it was cool, you wouldn't have had to hide his car in your neighbor's driveway. I trusted her with my secret. I figured my boyfriend wouldn't hurt me since he knew about the trauma I had been through. Your boyfriend was the one who took advantage of your trauma. Now you thinking he won't hurt you. What, what did he did that won't hurt you? Why? Because he wanted to sleep with you, give you your groove back, give you your self-esteem back. You misunderstood what this was for, lady. Sunday, my husband was at work. So my boyfriend said he stopped by for a quickie after church. Oh, yeah, he taking care of you. Oh, he care about you. You down to a quickie now. I skipped church to prepare for him. Now you ain't even going down there to see God no more. So you can stay at the house and get touched up on a quickie. I don't know how y'all think some good folks to come out of this. You skipping church now so you can get done. I skipped church to prepare for him. Around 2 p.m., I started calling and texting him, but he didn't answer. I called her as my neighbor had seen him. She ain't answered. Mm. I had to walk around to her house to see her driveway 
And my intuition had told me to go over there. My boyfriend's car was right there. Right there. I knocked, and my boyfriend came to the door, shirtless. He opened the door and said, I'm sorry. Damn, baby, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But the dog that I am, and now you know, because I was just taking advantage of your situation. I mean, what you want me to do? You got a husband. He just up at the church right now. So I was just going to come by and tap right quick. And then, you know, I was over here with your neighbor. Your neighbor know I'm tapping. And then look, look at your neighbor. You know, she said, well, since you're over there tapping, I ain't got nobody. You can park in my driveway. You might as well come on in. What are you hiding for? Because I ain't going to hide. You can park in my driveway. Everybody see your car over here. Let's go and do this here. He said, I'm sorry. I tried to push past him to get to my neighbor, but he's strong on me. Now, now, what you going to whip the neighbor at? You the one married. Your neighbor's single. The shirtless dude is the one that went over there. What you pushing past him for? See, you got all the blame in the wrong places. They said they would call the police. Now they finna turn your ass in. Damn, what happened to Black Lives Matter? Lord help us. What? What happened to Black Lives Matter? Uh -uh. Uh Uh-uh. Now they finna call the police on your ass. You got to get back over to the house because your husband going to wonder, what is they calling the police on it? Because the choir boy was over here without his shirt on. My neighbor hid my side dude from me, and I'm not losing another man. He's not your man. Your man is at the house, the one you didn't want, the one that got the other lady pregnant while y'all was married. He your man. You're not finna lose another man. He not your man. He choir boy. Y'all need to do some work research on him because that ain't his only stop. How does this keep happening to me? Because you keep thinking wrong. First of all, you took a man back you didn't want. Then you started sleeping with a man that didn't want you. You see what's happening? Hmm. So everybody is aligned with their needs and ain't nobody caring about none of your needs. You need to take some time to do you, be you, spend time with you, and cut all these losers loose. And you need to move out the house with your husband because yep. that ain't working either. <laughs> Leave your comments on today's Strawberry Letter on Instagram at Steve Harvey FM and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up next it is Junior and Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now for Junior and Sports Talk. Hey, Junior, what you got? No, nah, not today, Shirley. I'm not doing sports today. I can't. I can't do it. I can't What's do it. Okay, Junior? just no games is on tonight. Watch, find out, whatever. Uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Oh, you uh, taking a break? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's too much. Let me tell you something, man. This homeowner stuff is is way deeper than I thought. Just, this ain't just living here. First of all, you. <laughs> yeah. First of all, Unc, I have noticed that none of my furniture from my apartment work in here. No. Oh, you thought that little uh, fragile stuff you had bought when you lived by yourself <laughs> <Futon>. fit in <laughs> brand new home you bought? Yeah, yeah I thought it was. It, it don't even fill up a room. Unc. It ain't enough. It filled yeah. up an apartment. It don't <laughs> fill up a house. <laughs> the so, picture you had on the wall on uh-huh. in your apartment is now look like a stamp. It do, <laughs> man. Uncle, it look just like a stamp. So, so how did, your mirror how, that was on the wall in your apartment now up there on your wall look like a handheld? <laughs> yeah, it looked like a handheld. Uncle. So, my question is, Uncle, like, 
what's the process of buying furniture for a house? Like, you have some stores I can go to, some places I can look? Is it- I'm going to tell you right now, I don't have no stores for you. Look, look, look listen to me. You stay out of Marjorie Harvey pocket. It, it's, it's gonna, <laughs> it ain't going to do nothing but hurt your feelings. I can't recommend nothing for you. I have not been to a store in Atlanta. I don't know where the furniture stores is. Roche Boulevard or whatever they call it. I can send you down now. I bought something down there for my golf room. Okay. But I don't, I don't really know, you know. That's okay. the only store I've ever been to here. So what about, so what about, you said something like, when I said, you said landscaping, I said cut the yard, you mean? That ain't landscaping. No, no. Junior, that's cutting the grass. Yard what? man and the landscaper are two different people. Two different people? Yeah. Mm. Wait, what you mean? Yard man people? cuts gotta... the yard, and that's yeah. all he do. Now, you got to so... bring somebody in there to design your landscape that fits the climate that you live in. They're going to kick your little ass out the neighborhood. I see that. Yeah, you got to bring somebody in there. You're going to get some notes from some white folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, cause y'all done had this already. I just, I just don't know if I don't know. I can't be faulted for something I don't Ain't know. And they gonna ride know you the the you're this thing the called the homeowners association. Who is yeah. they looking for? Who <laughs> is uh, they got, that's they the nose-ass people across the street that's going to be in your business from here on out. <laughs> the height of your mailbox, the size of your mailbox, the, the type of numbers you got on your address, all that. Yeah. What color Tell dough you got. Paint your house. What? Up, curtains. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't come in here painting your shingles any color. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh you're going to learn today. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, are professional single women missing out on love because their standards are too high? We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
On a recent episode of The Grio, host Ebony K. Williams was interviewing author and life coach Iyanla Van Sant. And, well, they were talking about modern women and femininity. Ebony asked Iyanla for advice for the single women that think available men are not positioned to protect nor provide. Iyanla posed one simple question to Ebony. She asked her, would you date a bus driver? Ebony said uh, she would only date a bus driver if he owns the bus. Iyanla told her that mm. uh, we think it's another human being's responsibility to give us what we need instead of us building together. Iyanla said she can build with the bus driver. So here's the question, guys. Are professional single women missing out on love because their standards are too high? Steve, what you think? I don't think women's standards are too high, and I don't think women should lower their standards. Right. Here's the problem. Your standards can be misguided. They're not too high. Like, for example, the bus driver. Okay, so the guy's driving the bus. He's a wonderful human being. He has the ability. But in a partnership, you may be just the thing he needs to buy the bus. See, you need to marry for potential. Hmm. You really yeah. need to start looking at the potential of a person. Yeah. Because, I mean, I don't care where you are today. Once we get together, we're not going to remain here. We either gonna go up or we gonna down or we're gonna right. remain the same. Right. Uh -huh. The objective should be to move and better each other. Yeah. So the Build plan should empire. be to move up. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Let me get right. with this guy and talk to him. I'm an attorney. Yeah. Let me show you something right here. And maybe y'all can buy the bus. Now, if you talk to the man through the dating process and you find out he don't want nothing but to be the bus driver, then you can move on. Yes. Agreed. But if a yes. person, if you if you're hooking up with a person that does not have aspirations, then you can expect to hook up with a person who has no plans of going anywhere, mm -hmm. and you don't have to sign up for that as a woman. Yeah. But yeah. if this man Good say, "I've been working, I've been putting my money together, I'm trying to open up a business, I want to do that," mm -hmm. that's a man with a plan. You may be just the thing that he needs to get there. That's I like brilliant. that. Uh, yeah. well, I like that, that part. Yeah. I like really. that. Mm -hmm. That yeah. was good yeah. because yeah. You, you know her standards are her standards. They're not too high. That's what you're saying, and don't lower your standards. You don't have well, to lower them. Well, my standards are you, you need to be employed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. Working. Yeah. You have a business. You need to have a job. You know, have, I mean, we yeah. have to work yeah. together, like yes. Steve said. Exactly. Exactly. I, like, I love mm -hmm. Steve's advice mm -hmm. because, mm -hmm. you know, we miss that sometimes. Yeah. But you got to build that empire together. Together. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Look, but, everybody you know, wants somebody that's ready-made. Mm -hmm. Who don't? Yeah, yeah. That's right. what a lot of women want, though. That's what. That's right, what... but that number of men is in one percent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, but she is an accomplished thing. woman. She's an accomplished woman, but she did get dragged for her comment. If he owns the bus, but she's a, she's an attorney, you know, and all that. So she wants someone. She by herself. Yeah, but exactly. But um, I've seen ladies on my show. First thing out their mouth, if he can't pay my bills, uh, we we don't even need to be talking about that. I've seen right. it. We've seen it recently. Mm -hmm. Ready to love, absolutely. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah this past. If he can't pay my bills, uh, 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 uh we we don't we don't even. But have you know what? Love though? is nowhere in it. <laughs> but see, listen to me. These women who go in here with this attitude, if he can't pay my bills, wait a minute, hold up. The prerequisite to dating you is I got to be able to pay these bills. Oh, you can miss me with that one. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think yeah. what it is for women, too, we are raised that you don't take care of a man. 
So you see right. what I'm saying? He so should that be is the something provider. that we're taught over and over and over as young ladies. At least I was. And so when you get to be an adult, you I think with women sometimes, if you don't bring anything to the table, it goes with the I can do bad all by myself with that kind of saying. So with a man, you need to make sure that you all are in the same level or achieving Equally and striving and trying to get to that level. So I think that's that's an issue that, you know, we as women, we deal with all the time. Yeah. Bottom line, don't you don't have to lower your standards. All right. Right. Now, that's true. Uh-huh. Coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. During a recent interview, the owner of the Kansas City Chiefs, Clark Hunt, admitted that Patrick Mahomes is underpaid. And he uh, suggested that Mahomes will always be underpaid. As Hunt explained, quote, I don't know that there's really a way to quantify it financially. And no matter what he makes over his career, I'm sure one way or another, he'll be underpaid. Here's the question. Do you agree? Do you feel... Do you agree, Steve? You feel like Mahomes is underpaid or you you can't, you know, you can't ever I don't know if Mahomes is worth. underpaid, but I'm underpaid. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't give a damn about Mahomes. <laughs> yeah. Why do you feel How like you're underpaid? Why? Why do you feel because like everybody's underpaid? Mm-hmm. I, think I know I'm underpaid. With what I do and the value I bring, mm-hmm. and I've only been able to negotiate to a certain point, I'm underpaid Mm because I know people with far less talent who make way more money. Mm -hmm. But but doesn't everyone feel like no one is really paid what they're worth? Yeah, it's hard. How how do you like you said, how do you quantify that? How do you put a number on that? How do you? I mean, you could come up with the number. And what you think you're worth? What you think you're worth? Yeah, number. yeah. Mm-hmm. they not gonna give it to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's why you should always ask for more. Well, I'm gonna make a decision pretty yes. soon. <laughs> All right, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Speaking of more, coming up in 33 minutes. After we'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather? Fried fish with hot sauce or fried fish with tartar sauce? Fried fish with hot sauce. Hot sauce? Yeah, hot yeah. sauce. I like the tartar mixed with some hot sauce. I like that. Yeah, but- I've seen okay. that. I've yeah. seen yeah. that. Yeah. People do that. Yeah. I like okay. tartar sauce with lemon. Depending on what type of fish it is and where it's from. Mm-hmm. I also like malted vinegar, but it's got to be mm-hmm. hard fish, not catfish. Yeah. Like Long John Silver. Yeah. Catfish Long and hot John sauce go together. That's not fish at Long John. <laughs> what is that? Fish light. What is that? <laughs> what is that? Uh? Fish byproduct. It's, it's it's fishy. <laughs> All right, yeah. Kate. Let's stay on the food for a second. Would you rather barbecue on a grass grill on a on a gas grill? There I go. <laughs> would you rather barbecue on a gas grill or would you B. rather barbecue on charcoal? B B B charcoal. B. I'm a lump charcoal Flash man wood. all day. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with gas? Wood pellets. Now they got wood pellets now. Little pellets look like grain. Mm-hmm. They're excellent. Mm-hmm. Cause not mm-hmm. not at all. It don't catch on fire no more. Cause wood chunks catch on fire sometimes. So, so does it taste differently? 
Oh, if you do it on a absolutely. gas grill as opposed to charcoal? Yes, girl, yes. Yeah. You need I'm asking. Well, you know, well, we know you asking, but you don't know a damn thing about it. Why is she asking? Mark, what's Who the difference? She's the perfect person because she needs to know everything. Yeah. <laughs> would you rather go to dinner with a former boss or would you rather give each one of your coworkers $5,000? I want to go boss. to dinner with all my former bosses. I go to dinner. I want to go to dinner with that dude that ran NBC, mm-hmm. that took off my talk show and a <laughs> uh, little bit shots. Uh-huh. I want to go to dinner with him. Uh-huh. I want to go to dinner with Bill Neighbors from Ford. I want to go to uh, dinner with Tom Hawks from Commonwealth Insurance Company. I see a theme here. What's of, the theme? Oh, I want all the ass sitting up there. Well, you have some bosses. Uh, what's your theme yeah. with the boss? What about the insurance company dude? He fired you because you flipped the table. Oh, the table. At the yeah, people house. Flipped the table. Tom Hawks. <laughs> so what you going to confront so him about? What's the thing? Oh, I just want him at the table. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm buying. Oh, I'm buying. <laughs> Check, please. Yeah, I want to. I want to see what they wear. I want to see what I got on. I'm gonna be outside greeting them at valet. Hi, yeah, Tom, how are you? Yeah, go ahead and park that car. Take it around back. Yeah. <laughs> that go mine right there up front. Y'all come on. Take me. Take that. They with me. Back. No, go park it. They with me. I don't care. Just park it. They with me. <laughs> Ooh, I'm gonna walk him in, Mr. Harvey. Welcome back, Mr. Harvey. Right. Your private room is ready. Yeah, I'll be. Y'all come on. Yeah. <laughs> That's today's round of Would You Rather. Coming up at 49 minutes after the hour, we'll close out the show with some closing remarks. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Steve, before we get to your closing remarks today, got to say happy Cinco de Mayo. It is May 5th. Yeah. Happy yeah. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Cinco de Margarita's a guacamole today, baby. To all my Latino brothers and sisters, I don't really know the full meaning of Cinco de Mayo, but I don't want you to take that in an offensive way. I just don't know the full meaning of it and what it represents to you and your culture. I don't. I ain't really clear about Fourth of July either. So, I, I, I get it, but I want to say I love you. I appreciate y'all. I've learned a lot from your culture. I made some friendships from your culture. So happy Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Keep that fight game alive for me. I appreciate the effort y'all put forth, and mostly I, I appreciate the fighting spirit. Because y'all's spirit for fighting is outstanding. I don't mean physically fighting. I'm talking about the fight to survive. So happy Cinco de Mayo, baby. May 5th, whatever that means to you, double it. It is a yearly celebration held on May 5th, which commemorates the anniversary of Mexico's victory over the Second French Empire of the Battle of Puebla in 1862. Uh... And the victory over the French army was a See, morale boost for the, the Mexicans. Battle, 
See, I thought it was the Alamo. What? This oh, is why? <laughs> what you say? Like, I thought singing to my own was for the Alamo. Why, why don't you say something in Spanish? You know, no, that's going to make it worse. No, 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 he, no, he, 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 he just said the Alamo. Siable. Hold up, dog. Come on. What you want? Siable, siente. What? Huh? Siesta. That's a nap. I want to speak a nap. That's what you said. I want to speak a nap. It's from a man who had Spanish lessons. Who had Spanish lessons? On the air. Uno. Uno. One. That's one. One. But no, no, no comprende. You don't understand. You don't understand. Okay. So no hable. You don't speak. So you can't speak. Okay. Well, I don't understand it. Why would I speak it? See what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, you know, caliente. Hot. Hot, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's all, because he's going to start cussing after this, because that's all mm-hmm. he really cared about. So we're going to cut this Well, off. when uh-huh. I said the wrong name on the pageant, uh, I had to shut my social media off because uh, the same phrase kept coming up, and I didn't know what it meant, so I took mm-hmm. it off. Okay. Okay, that's just in this there. Okay, yeah. happy single day, I'm Maya, telling everybody. you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Starts with P-U-N, though. Okay. Oh. Then, All right. P-U-N. It's time for closing <laughs> remarks, sir. <laughs> Listen, Linda. That's my favorite little Mexican kid. I love him. Listen, oh. Linda. <laughs> I, um, you know, I was talking on stage at Family Feud, and you know what I'm really not looking forward to again? This upcoming presidential election, I'm dreading it because it looks like it's going to be a repeat of the last one. I think it's going to be Biden against Trump. You know, sad part about this man is how can we have a repeat of this fiasco? I'm really, really disappointed in the Republican Party, man, that you have not stood up to this man. And you all cannot tell me that you all don't have a better candidate to represent the Republican Party than Donald Trump. I just don't see how. You can't find not one person that's more moral than Donald Trump. You can't find one more Republican politician that's not as criminal as Donald Trump. You can't find one Republican politician that does not come with the baggage. You can't find one that ain't paid off a porno star. Are we we just asking for some silver stuff. So when you prop him up in the office and you tell your children, this is our president, this is who we chose to lead our country, are you really going to be able to tell your children what all he has done? So I'm not looking forward to this election at all. Then they're going to slam Biden and they're going to talk about slow Joe and they're going to talk about how he don't look like he ain't going to make it and all this here and of course, you know, Donald Trump going to come up with another name to give to him. And the Trumpsters are just going to support Donald Trump no matter what. That makes us live in a sad state, man. It just really does. It just really does, man. So now that I know that this election looks like it's going to be a repeat, I've decided to trust in my God full steam ahead. I've decided that I'm putting all my faith all my all my 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 basis behind the fact that God is gonna get me through this next foe just like he did the prior foe and the foe before that 
and the 66 years prior to that. So when y'all get through debating and arguing and y'all put that man back in office, if y'all put Trump back in office, man, the circle will be completed. America will then become recognized as the most corrupt and immoral country in the world. We already have a bad reputation around the world. If you don't travel, it's amazing. But now, with all the mass shootings, we can't get these guns under control thanks to the NIA. And the NIA has no plans of doing this because they're not going to slow down gun sales. And we can't get this drug problem under control because y'all want to bring blame that on the Mexican cartel. Well, if we didn't use it, they couldn't make it and sell it to us. We're going about all these problems wrong. But God got to answer for all this. So I'm going to keep my faith in God, man. That's what I'm going to do. I invite y'all to do the same thing. So when this craziness continues, you have a base. Faith in God. Y'all have a great day. Talk to God. Steve Harvey contest, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.